Welcome back to Petals and Thorns. I'm X. And I'm O. And we just finished watching the second episode of The Bachelor. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's a lot to talk about. Here. There is a lot to talk about. Um, I loved it and hated it at the same time. Same. <laughs> oh, Victoria. Victoria's are a... They have a little reputation. I don't know if you remember <laughs> yeah. Pilot Pete season Victoria F. I didn't even fully watch it and I was well aware of yeah. how seemingly unstable, emotionally unstable. She yeah. was all over the place. All it was I, a bit much. All I had seen from that was just a couple of clips on Twitter and they both had to do with her. So Yeah. Yeah. And she was a bit much. So this Victoria is a bit much. Um, it's hard to believe that it's even, I think she's actually like that in real life. Actually, yes. I, I, you know, last, um, episode I mentioned how I, I thought my little conspiracy is that she might be a producer, right. like an intern right. or, you know, a rookie producer, um, earning her stripes and, uh, you know, acting as if she were a contestant just to create drama and stir stuff up. And um, I think it's highly unlikely, I will admit, although it, it felt right to think that, but I think she might actually be the way she is portraying herself as. Yeah. I, th I think we, you know, uh, bachelor nation, they find everything immediately. So I, mm -hmm. I think if she were, you know, who we said she might be, uh, we would have known by now. Uh, and yeah, she she is just it's 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 barely any exaggeration in the way she's portraying herself on the show, which is concerning. It's concerning. We mentioned mm -hmm. last week how this gr group of women, like the producers, had every chance to make it the best selection possibly mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. So why would they pick her? So why is she directly for the drama? She must have, um, when she auditioned, because that's what it is an audition, interviews, whatever, for the show. I'm sure she just she and she had to know. I I feel like like I I feel like she can't really be completely that way as a person. Maybe partly, but I think in 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 the large part, she just really wants to be on TV and get all the attention. And like that saying that a lot of people believe bad publicity is good good publicity, like any publicity is yeah, good. Publicity. Yeah. So just getting the screen time, she just wants to be a meme and be famous or whatever, even if it's not for good reasons. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe that's why she. Um, maybe she just really made it clear to the producers that she would be great TV for them. And, um, and that's why they cast her. I don't know. Like she's, she just tries really hard to get on everyone's nerves. She goes out of her way to be annoying and just ignorant. Yeah. She and immature her whole thing. And, and we were talking about this, that it's my belief that, well, for one, she she does go out of her way to be annoying and insulting and just mm -hmm. disrespectful, but mm -hmm. also she needs to be the narrative at all points. Yeah, it's almost like she is someone who is very in tune with how the show works, mm -hmm. and she understands that 
while there is someone, for example, on a date, like a Brie or a Sarah, which we'll get into later, um, that she needs to go to, to be crazy and annoying and disrespectful and dimension because she knows that otherwise she's getting no screen time or because for the most part, we tend to spend a lot of time with uh, the lead and the, whoever he or she is on a date with um, in the episode. But we, we don't always see what the girls or the guys are up to back at home. But now you have a Victoria who mm -hmm. is just every day she needs to be a part of a narrative, whether she is on a group date or at home, just so she can get more more screen time and it's working it's it's i wonder you know because you send in your your audition tape or whatever and i i wonder what that looked like for her because it's almost like she was this way on her audition her audition tape and there was at least one producer who was salivating over mm -hmm. what this might play like on tv yeah. just for the you know the shit show of it all mm -hmm. and and that's 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 disappointing yeah you talking about her need to be in every narrative and her going out of her way to be um insulting and sounds familiar um it reminds me of it reminds me of a particular leader of a powerful country who got impeached twice Ooh, are we going there Oh, we might be going there. Oh. Um, it's been discovered oh. that on her Instagram. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> there was a, well, we, we saw a screenshot, I think. Right. There was a post that she had up that she is now taken down, now deleted. With a Trump flag in the background. And she insists it's not her flag, but you know, it kind of uh kind of lines up. It it, it yes. Uh <laughs> one, it it looks like a Trump flag. It's blue with what seems to be an R and a U with stars on it, which mm -hmm. that's exactly what Trump's flag looks like. But then uh it gets found. She says it's not her flag in a story or mm -hmm. hashtag not my flag, mm -hmm. then deletes the photo and then has this explanation that it's actually her makeup artist's place and she was there and that's blah, 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 blah. But why delete the post? And it's it kind of kind of goes it, it checks out because if you if you've been following politics at all in the past four years and let's be honest it's been really hard not to mm -hmm. be smacked by politics you'll see that that's the, the way Vic, victoria argues kind of lines up with how uh, republicans argue. or trumpies <laughs> or right-wingers tend to argue mm -hmm. and that is being loud and that is rewriting history in real time mm -hmm. they project they deflect and they rewrite reality as it's happening mm -hmm. on point <laughs> <laughs> and she that has is to, on point and, and she has i mean i don't i don't want to go too crazy on it but she has trumpy eyes too <laughs> i mean you know she just exudes this nastiness yeah yeah it just pours out of her it like does. she has 
an ugly soul, right. frankly. Yeah, you know, and, like she's she's just nasty. She's rude. She's mean mm-hmm. and manipulative, which is ironic because right. she calls Marilyn manipulative and exactly. toxic. She's exactly. so toxic. She was describing, like you said, projecting. Yeah, that's a playbook. She was precisely describing herself. Right. And that's kind of like the hypocrisy is the point with with these kinds of people. And yeah, she's someone that you can I mean we're big on energy you and i and mm-hmm. we we can see that someone is beautiful outwardly but a lot of that has to do because you can see the what their soul is like mm-hmm. and someone like victoria this is why we're saying that she might actually be that way in real life it's because you don't exude that much ugliness unless you are ugly on the from inside. within like yep. it just it, it shows on the outside and mm-hmm. I can't imagine the the energy that it takes to wake up every morning and decide to be that toxic. Yeah. To, to decide to be that emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. And and it, it is exhausting. And not for nothing, mm-hmm. you kind of see in her that is exhausting. Her like, eyes look swollen. Swollen. Like, the bags are always like in yeah. full force. And she just mm-hmm. looks tired yeah. and, and, and oily and just she just looks exhausted. But yeah. she's still doing it. And that's that that's that toxicity that that ugliness just mm-hmm. fuels these people mm-hmm. and that's that's an issue i don't know that you want to have that in this environment right and you know i just have to change the subject uh i'm gonna have to, to do a little flip side to that um because she it's just i'm so tired of her that I want to at least temporarily move on from her for a little bit. <laughs> we can touch back on her if we need to later. No, I'm, very but, done. I'm done with her. But on the um, flip side to that, mm-hmm. oh, such beautiful women on this show, inside and out. Yes. Some of my favorites are Abigail and Sarah. Not only are they so objectively pretty, beautiful, like stunning women, but they look like such, they, they come off as such beautiful people, yeah. so sweet and so just sincere. And so I'm scared for Sarah because yeah. as I predicted on uh, our last episode, I think that down the road, I thought at least so far, I, I'm still hoping that I'm right about it like i would be totally cool with her winning the whole thing but yes um my prediction is that she goes far like top four or five at least maybe top three i don't remember what i said but uh i i predict that she will self-eliminate yes it's looking that way more and more yeah it looked that way last week it definitely looks that way this week, even more so by next week, we might not even have Sarah by the end of it. And I hope that's not the case. I want her to stick around for longer. Um, but, you know, but it is it's something happened there. She had no reason to uh, fake a faint or, you know, shouldn't. I don't know that she fully fainted, but she was she looked like she was about to pass out at the rose ceremony. Yeah. And um, she had a rose already. Yeah, I think it's it's legit. I don't think she was about to pass out, but she probably felt a little faint. My guess is that she locked her knees and, you know, just got a little woozy and she's maybe exhausted. Yeah, and they have long days. Who knows if at that point any of them had had lunch or dinner. And at that point you have all the lights 
probably the heater is on mm-hmm. full blast because it's so cold outside. It's yeah. fall in wherever they're at. I don't know where they're at, where they are. Then Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, in the mountains, I think. It looks that way. Yeah. But something that it, I, I just realized that we kind of need a reason to have five more women come in. So that might be Sarah why. might go and then and that's where they bring in. And the that's new... a reason to at least bring in one or two. Mm-hmm. But who knows if Marilyn ten- ends up self-eliminating after this, like maybe like oh, mid-row ceremony, she just says, I can't do this. I'm out. Who knows? Maybe because I, I hate the idea of, of um, Matt not seeing through uh, I forgot her name for a second. Victoria's BS. How? That's how, because I'm, yeah, because I want to forget her. Yes. 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 Um, it's healthy. Uh, I, I just hate the, the, the thought that Matt can't see through her, excuse me, her bullshit and that he would send Marilyn home. I mean, unless he just really already didn't like Marilyn all that much anyway, but but why, like, why keep Victoria anyway? Because he said, I have to go with my gut. So if his gut tells him that Victoria is the right choice, then he's got to get it checked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, okay. So let's talk about the first one-on-one. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go on some positive vibes. Yes, now. yes. We should have started with positive vibes, but at least we are moving on to positive vibes. Yes. So Brie got the first one-on-one. She did. She is in our top four. Um, I believe she's, to- is she top two for you? She's my number one. Actually. She's your number one. Yes. I think she's my number two. You know, I should have written this down. I don't remember what I said last week, but she is up there for me. I think she's uh, about top two and, um, and beautiful inside and out as well. She seems very sweet um smart girl and they had a a fun to say the least one-on-one messy messy she (laughs) trusted him on an atv and they flipped over messy but like good messy yeah (laughs) yeah i uh i was saying if i were her i'd be like i better win this thing that Mm. was my favorite top (laughs) yep Yep. very pretty top and it was white or off-white and her shoes were white but Same anyway with the, the, yeah the shoes too yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but in all seriousness um they had some fun there it was cute how matt addressed brie's mom on television directly <laughs> looking at the camera saying i am sorry i promise to take better care of her from now on <laughs> and it is funny that he goes sorry brie's mom yeah brie's <laughs> mom a, doesn't little, even know her name yet little or, kid thing to yeah say. yeah yeah, instead of misses this or first name or anything, but um, that was cute. So they had a nice one-on-one, and I, it just confirmed to me that we're right about her and that she will make it um, yeah, pretty far. This, this, um, if not all the way. This episode in particular, kind of, it's starting to solidify at least my mm-hmm. top four. Yeah, um, because we got Bree in the one-on-one, we got Sarah in the one-on-one. If she sticks around. She's in my top four. Mm-hmm. Um, we even got some cute moments with Abigail. Mm-hmm. And my, I forget who else I had in my top four right now. But uh, Serena wasn't in your... Serena P, I think it is, wasn't in your top. She's my... 
Um, she, she's my I number five. As number one, I think. She's, she's number five. Rachel. Rachel. Did, yes. did I not say Rachel? I don't think so. You said I can't Abigail. Remember, but, but yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I don't think you mentioned Rachel. Brie had a one-on-one uh-huh. and went really well. Sarah. Sarah had a Abigail. one-on-one and it went really well. Yeah. But we also had cute moments, yes, with uh, Abigail and Rachel. Yeah. Like they both. A little bit of Rachel, yeah. A little bit of Rachel. Abigail had an adorable little moment with Matt. Yes, and, so and, cute. And we'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, it's at least I feel really good about my top four. <laughs> not that it's a competition because it's not. This is about finding love. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it it kind of solidifies you know that you and I at least have a good read on these women. Yeah. And at least as of episode two, my top four looks really solid. If mm-hmm. Sarah decides to stick around, which yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Um, yeah, she expressed how it was hard for her to go on the show, you know, cause she's, she quit her job to take care of her father. Um, I imagine they probably insisted on her going, so no, 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 go, go. She said she wanted to, especially when she saw Matt was going to be the bachelor. Um, and I'm sure they have, you know, other people, other family members right. to take care of him. So it's not like she was his only caretaker, but I can imagine the, you know, they said that she said that the doctor said he would um, probably live two to five years or that's the typical projection. of. And he's going lifespan. on year five now. And yeah. he just I think he just um, made it to year five. Right. So that's kind of scary because it is, you know, either either he's going to long surpass what doctors guessed, which happens yeah. in oh. many, you know, cancer patients and just lots of terminally um uh, terminal diseases uh, a lot of times patients will outlive the expectations yeah. which is great um, and hopefully that's the case with her father hopefully he lives a much longer life you know um, as difficult as it may be you know it's it's always good when you can keep your loved one loved one around of course um <laughs> especially your, so, you know, your, one of your parents you know yeah you you want them to be around as long as possible yes as exactly. long as you're blessed to have them mm-hmm. you want to extend that exactly so i hope that he does get to live much longer um but it's but for her but you never know when your day is going to come you never know when your loved one's day is going to come and yeah. being that he's right at your 5 i can imagine she must be nervous that what if it happens while i'm here while i'm, I'm away like, i'm sure that's a thought that she wakes up with and goes to bed with yeah, at this point yeah yeah I, I yeah so you know it's possible that at some point she says i i no, I, I made the wrong, I, I shouldn't be here. I, I need to go home. Like she may miss them too much, miss her mm-hmm. family too much and, and um, worry about her father too much. And maybe the drama with Victoria and, yeah. you know, just gets to her. Like she seems like a mature woman I, I and with think, a good head on her shoulders. She might be like, this is not worth it, you know? Right. And I think um, her, I think it's possible that her one having that conversation with Matt, which it's a conversation that it took a lot for her to get through with it. Mm-hmm. Just bringing up her dad and, 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 you know, I guess opening up about that part of her life and that in combination with whatever Victoria pulls, uh, uh the morning after the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. you know, probably she probably wakes up, sets her sights on Sarah and just starts going in on her. 
Mm-hmm. The not jealous, jealous. Right. Well, because she's yeah. not jealous. No, she's, she's not just, jealous. She's just jealous. She's just really jealous. Yeah. And and I think she realizes it's not worth it. And and here's what here's my dream scenario here. Uh because we, we still haven't even talked about Sarah's one on one. Right. But my dream scenario, like as if you're going by the previews, you start seeing a lot of the women kind of take turns going in on on Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Jessania, you see Kit, like you start, you, uh, Katie has a moment that she kind of goes back back and forth with her. Mm-hmm. My dream scenario is that they all kind of come together, put an ultimatum to Matt, to the producers, like, mm-hmm. hey, we are all getting along yeah. just fine. We have a friendly competition here. Yeah. But this one is doing her best to comp- not, not just antagonize uh, the group. That's one thing. But if you're going out of your way to set a toxic environment yeah. and to just be harmful, like yep. just harmful to the show, mm-hmm. to the viewership, because I know we're not the only ones that are not enjoying this. Yeah, it's not enjoyable to watch at all. No, like this episode is, you know, for like a solid, ha- like outside of the one-on-ones, I legitimately thought I am not going to get through with this season <laughs> because I this is exactly the type of stuff that I dislike about this whole thing and and this episode was really annoying because it Mm -hmm. had it had too much of her it had the best and the worst of the franchise yeah which is a toxic individual like victoria Mm -hmm. who seemingly the producers love having on because otherwise why else would you feature her so much she's at home she's not in the one-on-ones you have no reason to encourage that behavior and but then you also had Two really good one-on-ones with Bree and Sarah. Beautiful moments and productive and great conversations mm-hmm. and and honest and mature moments. And and Matt is getting to know uh Bree's past with you know her single mom. Her single mom and 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 the lack of a fa- a consistent father figure mm-hmm. or at all. Which they could relate on that front, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And and then you have Sarah who discloses the fact that actually my father has ALS and mm-hmm. and I'm kind of the primary caregiver for him and I I had a moment and they encouraged it for me to come here and I'm happy that I'm here with you but not gonna lie it's weighing a lot on me mm-hmm. that that that's that's real yes that's vulnerable like Matt mm-hmm. like that's Matt's yeah. theme for the season is vulnerability and mm-hmm. so you have these nice mature moments have some hot tub sessions mm-hmm. and you know you you get shirtless matt twice <laughs> in one episode actually three times it started with him shirtless ain't nobody mad at that no i i get it i get the appeal uh, it was too much in colden season i will say uh, it almost felt like he was a victim it, it, you could see how uncomfortable he was <laughs> it was too much but like, this, this so far this boy. is pretty good <laughs> but, but yeah i mean it's it's frustrating because you get yeah some really good productive moments and then you get victoria and i i again i i want to see the group kind of come together and put an ultimatum uh, ultimatum just boat her off the island <laughs> yeah wrong show but same rule <laughs> applies here uh-huh. because it's too much and yeah. when it gets to the point that you're disrupting everyday behavior everyday life in this bubble it's a problem yeah it's a problem we didn't we did not have that in Tasha season, not to go back with the comparisons, but just to kind of give an example of what a good productive season looks like. Mm-hmm. 
the one or two times we had drama, it lasted 10 minutes and it was done. Or Taisha went and locked it down immediately. Right. Or if it lasted more than one episode, it did not take over the na- the, the narratives. Like exactly. It, and they were still fairly understandable uh, disagreements, let's say. They weren't explosive behaviors. Yeah. It was just people get bored. They're there for so long. And yep. then at some point you're like, you know what? I don't like you. I just woke up and I don't like you. Uh huh. But or just any little thing that someone says or the way someone is, you know, right. they might go off on it. But this just it seems like she's just going out of her way. She to... wakes up and chooses terrorism. <laughs> yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah, basically. So uh, Sarah's one on one. Sarah's one on one. Um. Really. Uh. I imagine, I, I can't say from experience, I'm, you know, I could say I'm fortunate that no one close to me has ALS, a terrible, terrible disease. Um, but yeah, it was hard for her to open up about that. She almost, he asked about her parents, her family and uh, during the day In the portion, portion yeah. and she couldn't quite, you know, talk about that just yet, which I, un- I understand, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've been in positions where, I could bring up a topic, a personal topic, but I'm not ready to. Yeah. I mean, it's not even being cagey is that you've talked to this person for a total of 25 (laughs) minutes in the past two weeks. Yeah. So it's, it's understandable if you're a little reserved about sharing this, but I guess in having that alone time, it makes it a little easier Mm -hmm. later on. Like let's, let me get, let me warm up to you first. It's our first time. Like just us. Let me just see what the vibe is and then i'll decide if i want to share this with you right right so uh let me see if i is it what else um well they had the biplane they started with the biplane <laughs> god no more planes <laughs> yes. yes i i sense i sense the the tension with the planes and i'm uh you know we we've seen recaps and and, uh-huh. and other commentaries on on the show and i didn't watch Pete's season, so I have no PTSD to speak of here. <laughs> just uh, re- really, just um, because I also didn't watch every minute of every episode of his right. season, I, I couldn't. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that he was a pilot and they mentioned it so <laughs> yeah, much. Planes, planes was his personality. They did use it. Yeah, they did use uh planes a lot. He did fly a lot. I don't know how much, but enough for us to be a bit traumatized because his season was so bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, okay. So they fly a plane. They wave at the other ladies at the house. Miserable because they're locked in there with Victoria. <laughs> Miserable because they're locked in with Victoria. Exactly. You know, they, they have, as you said, they have like a friendly competition. So they're kind of like, they're all like, oh, I, you know, it would be nice if that were me. But they're not. Which as, is a totally normal yeah, human reaction. Exactly. But like, um, like, like, uh, was it? Marilyn or no it was just Senia I think that said I, I'm totally capable of you know Be, cope, yeah. having my emotions but still being happy for someone else yeah which is I, that was a especially big especially so early on that, in the show exactly and that was a big thing with the uh, with the men in the group with Tasha is is you saw a lot of kind of friendly competition they're mm-hmm. like oh oh yeah you get to go on the date but enjoy yeah. like actually let me dap you up yeah. enjoy have a good time but I don't like you right now. Like and only until like later on as they progressed, they started, it started to get a little awkward when it was just like three or four of them. They were like, 
Well, because just nodding at each other, like and, okay, and the cool. The theme is the fantasy suites at that point, especially it's, with the, the tension isn't so much with each other. It's like it's three of us. It's more like you probably had sex with Keisha, <laughs> and now you're sitting in front of me. Now I have to go and maybe, and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, like just, we're we're propped, <laughs> we're we're set up here, like we're supposed to talk about it, but we don't want to talk about it. No, so we're it just was, gonna have an awkward silence. It was awkward but funny, and it <laughs> yeah. wasn't toxic. It, it wasn't, wasn't. It was just yeah. kind of like, oh man, I like you. I don't like the fact that I'm thinking about what you possibly did yeah. with the woman that I'm in love yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so so they're at the house. All right, then they move on. They keep flying. She's scared. Her hair is flying all over the place. Am I forgetting something? What happened between? I, That's I, where they had to sit down, and she couldn't really yeah, open they had, up. They had to sit down. Uh, th- that little bench, and I think I don't know if there was a fire pit there, but there was definitely a bench, and they sat at the bench. Mm-hmm. They talked. They started getting to know each other because mm-hmm. who can talk with a biplane screaming in your ears? <laughs> yeah. uh, but they yeah they had the conversation and that's when he starts talking about uh you know what your family is like how's your family what do they think about you coming here and he mentioned how 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 did your pops feel about you coming here Mm -hmm. and she said that he was awesome and supportive yes but you could tell that she was i mean we we knew that she had more to share and i out loud said oh she's not gonna share just yet yeah which yeah understandable yeah but matt could tell Mm-hmm. That she was reserved. Mm-hmm. So in the nighttime portion, he just goes for it again. He's he mentioned straight up, hey, so I realized that there might be some things that blah 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 mm-hmm. about your family. Would you be willing to open up about that? Yeah. And then we have that conversation. Yeah. And you know, that is something that um I and I think he said um really stands out to him um about her like that's a quality that anyone would want in a partner is yeah she gave up her career to take care of her father i mean she she made it she made it very evident that uh family is her priority and she cares like physically cares for the people she cares about you know she she will do anything for the people she loves yeah definitely and that's that's um you know, it's, it speaks to a, you know, a maturity, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but especially also, in these days, especially in these so days. many people are so selfish, not just selfish, but it's just hard to stay connected even with your family or stay or be within the same perimeter. Like mm-hmm. you and I, our families are kind of spread out too. Like yeah. We have, we have family in Florida. We have family in Puerto Rico. Like we were pretty spread out. So it's, it's hard, especially with COVID, but just overall, it's hard to spend as much time with your family as you could. So it just to make that decision to just let me just not work and instead take care of my father. I mean, it's something that, you know, I can relate to because I almost at her same age, actually, I think I was 22 at the time that my dad has some health issues and I was already having some issues with work at work. And I just made the decision to, you know what, I'm just going to not work over the next, however long it takes until my father is feeling better. And thankfully you know that worked out they recovered they he, he recovered and not long after i got a new job when the time was right he encouraged mm-hmm. it he said go for it and before long i was actually training to have a different job and i was in new york mm-hmm. with, within six months after my father recovered and and it was just it was this kind of feeling for me personally of 
you know, you, you get what you put out there. And I felt that in putting in that time with, you know, taking care of my dad, which we, we grew so close, so, so much closer. We were already really close, but yeah. especially in that time, not long after that, I find a much better, better job than I would have imagined as soon as he gave me the green light. Like it was this feeling of, you know, karma goes around. Yeah. And especially when it comes to family, you know, that's your bond with the the energies of the world that's your bond with the earth like you really with family you, that's the most important karma to me yes. you put in the work and the universe rewards you so mm -hmm. as soon as he put that blessing out there like yes for sure go get that job i was out i was out on my own and i was in new york by myself but loving it because it meant that i could move forward with my life mm -hmm. my family was healthy I was healthy. And, you know, I, I say this to say that Sarah, um, whether she leaves or not, she she put in that time. And I sincerely hope that it pays off for her. Whether that means staying in the show and finding love with Matt or whether that means she used to broadcast journalism, whether that means a better job for her. Mm -hmm. it, it sounds selfish because because and i'm not implying that she's there for camera time i don't get that sense from i don't her. get that vibe. i'm saying that if her future is not in the show with matt i hope that she still gets good vibes and good energy yeah when she's out of there yeah because i if she feels like someone that deserves it yes she's put in her time i agree oh you're gonna make me cry <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes um i agree wholeheartedly with everything you just said Yes. And uh, I, I do hope that she, whether it works out with Matt or in some other way, um, that it works out for her and her family. Okay. So moving on. Yes. What's next? What do we talk about next? Victoria. Oh, God. <laughs> and poor Marilyn. Yes. We, we don't know Marilyn that well, but. She seems like she would not hurt a fly. She, she seems legitimately like I. I feel like um, we can sort of relate to her in the sense of she comes off as very mellow. Yeah. I mean, people who have known me for a long time might not describe me as mellow because I've in the past been very outgoing and social. And I wouldn't you describe know, you as mellow. You and I, <laughs> I just met you three years ago. <laughs> but but I sort of consider myself to be mellow when I'm at work. Sometimes. Yeah. Or most of the time, especially when I work with people I don't know very well or yes. don't know at all. I yes, just met. The stranger danger is strong with us. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I consider myself to be mellow in the sense that I will keep to myself and not talk too much. I don't engage in gossip. I don't engage in too much of the same small talk that tends to happen you know like just yeah it's over and over it's any any conversation that's unproductive exactly i i try not to engage in too much so she comes off to me the way that i think i come off because let's be real we don't know exactly how we come off for you know it's not the same perspective but i think yeah. that at times i come off that way in the sense of you know i'm just i'm chill I'm chill. I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm not getting I, involved in, in anything that's doesn't, that doesn't uh, pertain, pertain to me really. Yeah. You could almost call her unemotional. 
even though that that's not really what it is, but people that maybe don't know her or have a narrow idea of personalities might think that she is an unemotional person, even though yeah, maybe. she clearly seems, I, I think she, she is actually very emotional yeah, and, I think and so. goes out of her way to pull back on that yeah. just to not come off the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So I think she was trying very much to not engage. But she rooms with Victoria. Poor thing. She has, she rooms with her. So it very much does uh, everything that Victoria puts off and, and says and does affects her very much because she has to share a room with her. So she was trying, it seems like, to actually have a mature conversation with Victoria. She said, I want to get to know you better so we can better understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so she could actually. Yeah, they don't have to become best friends, but so that they could actually at least get along, you know, so they yeah, can have just a decent, have some kind of common ground, some yeah. mutual understanding of who the other person is. And yeah. otherwise stay out of each other's way. Exactly. That's literally that's, all she was and asking. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but you know, Tori wasn't having it. She just didn't, in her own words, she didn't care to. She, uh, Marilyn played right into Victoria's hands and that did, this though. is what, it, it's annoying because, you know, we can see the game, you and I. Mm-hmm. In, in real life, I can see people being in this kind of line of thinking or, or behavior. And I see it and I just remove myself. Exactly. Whereas you have a Marilyn who kind of tried to find some kind of middle ground where she could still go to Victoria, not play into the drama and still move forward but in merely engaging her she gave her more screen time and that's that's the problem like yeah. i get what she was trying to do i don't think she was going to resolve anything by talking to victoria even after one week shot. no after one week you you know who this person is they are exactly who you think they are yeah maybe um but i don't blame marilyn for trying because she shares a room with her and you know and also um by trying she showed us that she tried and she didn't even um it it never got heated it never i think marilyn did just exactly what she needed to do i'm sure victoria would have loved to um, oh yeah she she would have loved to escalate that i'm sure she she tried yeah, and she gets louder, and but she gets Marilyn more obnoxious. But doesn't seem like and the no. type who will go to that point. Yeah, no, you can't pull her, pull that out of her. No, she, she she just doesn't have that. Right, which is good for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, she she had a mature. She tried to have a mature conversation with her. We saw as a viewer, which if I were Marilyn and I were on that show, I would hope that everyone watching sees the true side of me the and and sees my action like positive actions yeah you know not an edited cut where i'm just engaging in drama no but an actual like okay i'm gonna give you a chance and you know and not in a condescending way she wasn't even condescending about it she was no no she was perfectly reasonable yeah she's very reason exactly reasonable she spelled it out she said i i'm sorry if you if you felt like i disrespected you or hurt your feelings maybe we can understand each other better let's let's have a conversation so we can come to an understanding which is Mm -hmm. what she stuck to uh Mm -hmm. victoria i think 
I guess it wasn't in this episode that she tried to put Marilyn in a bad light. Yeah, that's around the start of the episode that she was saying that that she says, I want to pick your brain so I can mm-hmm. figure out how why you are the way you are. Yeah. And Marilyn clarified to the group saying, no, I said I would like to, us to get to know each other better so we can understand each other better. Yeah. Yeah. Which is completely different yeah. in, in, in tone. Right. And to be clear, Marilyn didn't say, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, because that's also not exactly, that's not an apology. Right, right. She no, actually yeah. said, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Yeah, no, she she owned what, she, she owned. So whatever you're feeling, I She owned the way Victoria yeah. felt if it was genuine, which yeah. we know it wasn't. We know it wasn't. But, but she, she still took a moment to own it in yeah. her words. And that, that speaks to, to um, just the, the kind of person and the maturity that she holds. Yeah. 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 So that uh that was useless <laughs> she tried she did but victoria is just not the type of person you can reason with so we go on to about the road well okay and then he, they talk to matt a little, little parenthesis before okay we move forward here you know we're gonna see both of them in paradise right marilyn and victoria yes. god i hope not yeah. i don't mind marilyn but i hope not i think marilyn won enough points to be on the short list for paradise not short list more, more like the long list for paradise yeah there's a lot of maybe good people headed to paradise just from yes Tasha season yeah. half of those guys should be in there yeah but regardless um but you know, victoria's too messy they love that <sighs> i'd be surprised if she was in there and i'd be surprised if she wasn't honestly i'm i'm, I'm on both ends yeah. because i feel like paradise is the least messy of the shows but <laughs> But in a way, the last paradise with uh, who was it, Blake? <laughs> Blake, Blake, yeah. and the whole stagecoach stage situation. Coach. Yep, that, that was really that's the, the definition. That was of half of the season, that was half of that season. That took a way the too narrative, much time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, that I, I just wanted to put that, put that out there. Well, they still have everyone from. Some people from Hannah's season went, yeah, Hannah's season went to the paradise already, right? Because Mike Johnson was on Hannah's season, right? Yeah, um, Mike Johnson, Dylan, wasn't Dylan from Hannah's season? I think so. So, okay, so Hannah's season is taken care of, but they might still pull some from there. But we have plenty from Tasha's season, and we still have Pilot's season of women to pull from, which they probably won't pull too many. No, it's probably going to be Victoria. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, the Victoria. Oh, hopefully it's that Victoria instead of this Victoria. I guess. I don't Honestly, know her well enough I, to know. <laughs> I don't even... It, it, again, she was a bit much, but I will take her over. But wait, isn't she in a relationship right now? Isn't no, she? I think I think she was. Didn't she end up with another singer? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I need to. I I, <laughs> I I need to brush up on brush up on. I'm my, not supposed um, to know this. You're supposed to know this. On my Bachelor Nation um, gossip, but Lore. <laughs> uh, she was with Chris. I forget his last name right now. The farmer from Iowa. That does not um, narrow it down. <laughs> Chris, the farmer from Iowa. <laughs> Everyone else who watches the show oh, knows he's from, who I'm he's talking from about. The nation. He's from Bachelor Nation. Then he was a bachelor. Oh, he was on the Bachelorette, right, right, and then okay, he became okay. a bachelor. And um, several years ago, this is long, be- way before your time. Oh. <laughs> I'm blessed. But everyone else listening probably knows who I'm talking about. Um, so anyway, Chris, the farmer from Iowa, 
he was a bachelor and uh after colton no wait who's season no pilot after pilot Pilot Pete's season, uh, Victoria somehow met Chris. Yeah, I and remember the pictures stayed with that, him, that, that came quarantined out. Yeah. with him at yep. his farm. <laughs> yeah. um, not to mention, there was this complete side note, but there was a whole scandal with Chris and an accident with his tractor and someone who I think died. And yeah, it's a whole thing. Oof. We can talk about that another time. Maybe. But um, so he kind of was out of the spotlight for a long time. So this was the first time I had heard of him since that because he had a long trial and everything it was oh, a so whole this thing. is but this is before victoria then that accident long before yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, long before victoria gotcha. okay, it was okay. years ago got it um anyway so so paradise will probably i i can see them pulling a couple girls from pete season Okay. Maybe Hannah Ann if she's single. Like the top um, three, I'm sure. You know, maybe Kelly because Kelly Flanagan and all oh, right, they Pete got sick of each up. other. Yeah. No, apparently his mom had a lot. Surprise, surprise. His mom had a I thought lot to do with. I thought his mom loved the her. Breakup. I thought she, she was did, so happy for but them. I don't know. I also haven't looked into the details of that <sighs> yet. I just maybe realized. Maybe it was just Kelly was, maybe she was too involved. Maybe she loved her too much. Maybe his mom loved Kelly too much and was too in the middle of their relationship. <laughs> God, I don't know. Monster-in-law. I don't know. I will look into it uh, this weekend. But <laughs> yeah, this they broke up because apparently, and the headlines say that his mom had a lot to do with it. So Not surprised. Yeah. What were you going to say? You- uh, no, I was going to say that, that, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, no, that. Pete's mom and Victoria would get along. Which Victoria? Queen Victoria? Queen Victoria. Ugh. They would love each other. He she I would don't love, think she would love she, her she, for his for no, her daughter for would, her, her son. She would love Victoria for Pete. Not for Pete. <laughs> no mother would love Victoria for their son. Uh, well, you know what? You're right because she would compete for attention too much. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so Rose anyway, yeah, let's move on to the rose ceremony. We talked about how paradise is gonna pull a lot of people in, but uh, the rose ceremony, all five um, minutes of it so far, exactly. Because how many roses did he hand out? Like two? Uh, I think it was two or three that we saw. I mean, in the edit, you know, the edit that we saw, he no, right, right. I think we saw two or three. He did Piper, he did um, mm-hmm. Piper was the first one, she was the first one, Piper. Wow. I don't I am, remember who came after I her. I think it was... If anyone. I think it was three, and we was going into the fourth is when... Go ahead. Take it over. When Sarah yeah. started... Yeah. Sarah started to pass out. Um, and by the way, why is this show starting with cold opens? Like, it's oh, weird. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I've, I've begged uh, for seasons now that they change up their format. Mm-hmm. I think it the format is due for a change this was not it (laughs) this was not it i get it if you like with with tasha season and claire season i guess you had a whole different format just because of your (laughs) production yeah just the production was all staggered and weird and off days and all that but uh they um they're really trying different things on this season and i don't know if i like all the changes the cold opens are weird they're weird i don't this like is, the cold this opens. is not a show designed for cold opens no they're not it's not and i mean you could have planned for it and have had cold opens maybe have 
Chris act, acting as a narrator. That would be a cool cold open. You know, he can sit down. He he could have a little fireside chat. Last time on Bachelor, we had we saw this and this happen. What are the narratives that are gonna gonna unfold in, in this episode? But just sure. a random clip from the last five minutes of the show is not it. Especially when we don't even get it's not even resolved. Like we still ended the episode with the way it started essentially yeah and all my- we saw is is her kind of about to pass out and then stepping to the side and brie helping her taking care of her you know and saying yeah. we need a medic or whatever and that's it and, and then and- we get spoiled into with the preview that you know clearly victoria is not going anywhere um and yeah so uh, some, something i did notice is to their credit and it's a tiny credit. It's a crumb, <laughs> a little crumb of a credit. Okay. Um, they are trying to do setups and payoffs better. We saw it with Tasha season. We saw, we're seeing it here. It's just, they're not quite there yet. Uh, this episode, way at the beginning, we had Victoria and Marilyn start their little feud. That seed was planted and it paid off in the last, you know, 20, 30 minutes you know, of the rose ceremony or whatever. But it 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 kind of progressed throughout the episode. Where it falls flat is that the tension with the rose ceremony has nothing to do with Sarah. Sarah has a rose. Right. We could have tucked that moment in, had her recovery, and moved on to the rose ceremony, which is probably what happened. They had paramedics attend to her, and production said, okay, cool, She's she's being taken care of. Let's go back to our production. We can't waste any more time. And we could have had at least. If you're going to do a cliffhanger, do it at the end when we know it's going to be Marilyn and Victoria. That would be a good cliffhanger. That will that would really piss people off. But that is a cliffhanger <laughs> because that is that is your narrative heading into the rose ceremony. Yeah. Having Sarah faint a little bit, maybe possibly it has nothing to do with anything. It has nothing to do. That's not the narrative that you've built throughout the episode um, you know brie and sarah they had their one-on-ones they are not the narrative the, the the through line of this episode the through line is victoria and marilyn who stays who goes that's your that's your cliffhanger going into the rose ceremony so why you're stopping with sarah so wait, what's the crumb of credit that you're giving them that they that they started uh doing a through line and then they just dropped it why is why do they get credit for that? What's good about that? That they almost did it. They get they they, they have oh, that they have the there was instinct. an attempt. There, oh, was, there okay. was an attempt. This, That's instinct. what I said. It's a crumb. It's a it's oh. a crumb of a credit because there was an attempt at building a a solid first, second, third act oh. in, in an hour and a half of television. Yeah, which but they dropped the ball. It's so. impressive, but they <laughs> dropped it. They just dropped it. Yeah. And and again, I'm I want to see Victoria gone. But I would have been way more satisfied if the cliffhanger is because, listen, they already framed Victoria and Marilyn to be next to each other in this rose ceremony. Yeah. You know that that's where your narrative is. Mm -hmm. So why are we stopping with Sarah possibly feeling whatever she feels? Sorry, that's just my rant for the day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the thought process. I guess we'll maybe we'll find out next episode. But yeah, depending the cold on open, what ends up happening with Sarah. They can drop the cold opens. We don't yeah. need those. Yeah, we don't. They're like dumb. It. It's weird. Speaking of weird, <laughs> can we talk about 
how Matt kisses with his eyes open. <laughs> Serial killer Patrick Bateman shit. <laughs> Full on American Psycho's oh, behavior. My guy. <laughs> Close your eyes. I mean, listen, we don't we don't judge. We don't nah. judge. But we, we kind of judge. It's just funny. It's funny. I mean, you know, it's one thing for if you and I ever kiss with our eyes a little open. I don't know that we do, but if we ever do, who cares? We've been together three years. <laughs> we, we've we've earned it. <laughs> but when you're first, when you're kissing someone for the first time, I mean, or it's early on in the relationship, it's a little creepy. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. I actually see it the other way. I think it makes more sense if the first couple of kisses you, you kind of have your eyes open because you're just, it's still a little weird. Like the Checking spatial the spatial comfort is not there. Well, with Victoria, but with these other girls. <laughs> no, with Victoria, he's just afraid she's gonna grab his, you know what? And, because she's she's full on she's full on harassment behavior at this she point. Just, it really was. It, no, he looked really uncomfortable he, when he when he, she kissed him during the group date. If she if he doesn't at some point, he has legitimate grounds to kind of put a complaint on her because one, she's kissing him without him i mean he says sure sure it's not yes yeah <laughs> plus he's not and he's going on tv in. it feels there's, the pressure right and all there's that, no yeah. mutual agreement on we are going to kiss now right and then later on with the wedding photo shoot she straight up pulls her her dress up and shows his whole leg i mean her whole leg to matt and who knows what else who could feel understandably uh, uh harassed by this yeah because this is not that kind of date. You are the only one putting on this crazy behavior. Yeah. He could legitimately say, I feel harassed. I feel when I talk to her, I'm not comfortable. I feel like she is unstable. She's mentally not fit for this competition. Yeah. This environment. <laughs> if I were him, I'd, I'd I, say that. And, and, get, and, get and he could put in a complaint and ABC and their lawyers have to figure that out because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 disturbing to see the way that she acts with him and yeah. the, the things that she says yeah. and how, again, she has this kind of Trumpy uh, reasoning that they kiss during the photo shoot. He looks very uncomfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. Eyes fully open. <laughs> but that's that's just how he does things. But then we can tell that he's uncomfortable and then we cut to victoria saying we had a beautiful passionate kiss i'm like no he was trying to get you off of him that's different it's biggest crowd ever yeah yeah it's yeah it's exactly that's exactly right the she's best just kiss. she has her own, the best the best kiss. kisses she had she lives in an alternate reality yeah they just let you do it when you're famous <laughs> Oh, man. Almost at the end of an era, I hope. Anyway. And almost at the end of this episode. Oh, thank God. Because yeah. I look forward to her being gone. And yes. I'm hoping that that's next episode. Yes. So, I mean, obviously, she'll survive this rose ceremony because the preview spoiled oh, yeah. that. But, but, but here's, a, here's an interesting twist. What if, what if she's only there not because... She made it through the rose ceremony, but because they canceled the rose ceremony for one night. Oh, maybe. That happened we didn't a lot. see any footage. That happened of a lot the last season. Marilyn, there were some girls that, some women that um, were not shown in the previews. So, but when you have 20, but it's possible. We have 20 women on the show. 
you're not going to get all of them in a preview in one shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So that that's possible. I mean, that happened with, um, with Tasha that she just said, I don't feel like doing a rose ceremony tonight. I want mm-hmm. to keep you all here for like another few days or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that that's possible like, because production could either wrangle Matt back into the room, say, Hey, let's finish this. She'll be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Or Matt or Chris could say, Hey, it's not appropriate to have to carry on with this ceremony when mm-hmm. there's this air of tension and, and concern for Sarah, for mm-hmm. Matt, for the whole production in the air. Yeah. It's not appropriate because it's not. If they just carry on, I think it's inappropriate. And that would make it so, at least for another day, um, this happens. You know, they, they cancel it, which yeah, maybe I feel like ties into the preview stuff, which kind of makes me feel like, well, yeah, obviously the preview stuff is connected to Sarah fainting. She's crying. She seems very concerned. Um, it's, I think all signs point to Victoria having had something to do with it. She did, uh, she did say she was attacked, Sarah. Yeah, so and, and, and so that makes me think, what if something happened off camera mm-hmm. with Victoria prior to the rose ceremony that made this happen? Mm-hmm. So when you have Matt sitting down with Sarah, there she's actually saying what happened off camera somehow. Somehow something happened off camera that made her feel unsafe and unwelcome. And um, because I don't, I think if something happened with Victoria, it would have been in the previews. Or, or I mean, I'm not saying that something did happen. I'm saying like whatever happened, mm-hmm. had they caught it on camera, they, yeah. they would have milked that in the previews. Yeah. So it makes me feel like something happened off camera at, at the uh, cocktail celebration, the, the cocktail party. And somehow that affected Sarah to that extent. I don't know. That's this is. I'm just theorizing. Yeah, it's a good theory. I'm just trying to make sense as to why she would feel that way. Either she was very hungry because it was a very long day, yeah. and you have bright lights mm-hmm. and bunch of cameras, and you're standing mm-hmm. up there for hours at a time mm-hmm. because they have to reset people and reset lights and reset makeup. Mm-hmm. All of this constantly for six to seven hours overnight. Mm. Those are some long, like people, no, thank I, don't, you. I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think most people realize how long these mm-hmm. shoots go for. They are shooting for 18 out of 24 hours a day, probably. And a lot of that time is spent standing on that podium with lights on you. Yeah. No lunch breaks, no water breaks. You're going to, you're going you're gonna to feel it. You're going to feel it after a while. Yeah. Anyway, that's my theory. Yeah. I think it might be. After the fact that uh, there's a thing with Victoria and Sarah, um, you're right. Maybe it would have been in the previews, but they kind of, but maybe it's just, they just teased it and what happens, happens between them will come after the rose ceremony and she'll maybe attack her about the fainting saying that, you know, like she was faking it or something for attention, which is, you know, she's again, jealous that yeah, she yeah. that sarah got the attention no, she's not jealous but she's not jealous she's just jealous yeah. um she's <laughs> just, she's not jealous of the attention sarah got she just wants the attention sarah got wishes she got it you know yeah, no exactly so, it's so not, not jealous not, it's not totally nope, not, it's not the same, same thing no 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 nope. not at all um <laughs> so I, I i think that's that's all it is i think it's just later it, it comes up later but we'll see i mean um, but if it is that dramatic to the point that sarah is a mess and possibly leaves 
I'm shocked that they didn't put that in the previews if they have it on camera. Because then it becomes an even more convoluted she said, she said. Yeah. And that, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't want another she said, she said. Because <laughs> Marilyn and Victoria have one and we knew what each other said. Yeah. Or not really because uh, Victoria was implying that Marilyn says stuff in their room. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? All right, let's wrap this thing up. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> exhausted. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to episodes where she's to, to the future of the show where she, there is no Victoria. To like two weeks from now because <sighs> she's not going to make it past the next two weeks. I'm hoping that um, she is about to be sent home at the end of next episode. Although it looks like it looks like she comes like there's a, a preview, a clip that they show where she's crying. She's like, I want to talk to Matt. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and so it looks like that's probably when she's sent home. Right. Um, she's like sitting on a curb or whatever, crying. I want to talk to Matt. Um, I'm hoping that she doesn't linger around too much and comes back like other people do in, in some other seasons, but that is a possibility. I'm just trying to make sense of why bring in five women unless oh yeah several of them, because that's still lingering. That's still going to happen. When probably happen? it's probably getting teased next week. Probably. Yeah. Just, and it, I'm sure it's all going to be a fallout of whatever happens with Sarah, with Victoria, with Marilyn. That's three women that probably don't get eliminated so much as they have to be taking out or self-eliminate. So you have three, but they bring in five. It just, if, unless you do a normal elimination, it doesn't make sense to bring in five women just to extend it, what, one or two more episodes? Is it five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I forget all the names. That's a lot of women pretty it, late in the it's, game. It's a lot. It's not like with Tasha that they brought in three more guys the very the night that she night. got there yeah that so makes was, more it was, sense yeah it does it does make more sense this is but now you're bringing in, in three women least. yeah like three ish weeks into it you're just extending it two, two or three more weeks after that like that doesn't i'm just trying to make sense of it other if it was normal elimination eliminations it doesn't make sense but if you have several women that out of nowhere just drop um you have a sarah that might go home you have a Victoria that the way she says that I want to talk to Matt make it makes it seem like Matt makes the decision to get rid of her outside of a row ceremony. Mm. That's the feeling that I get. Maybe. And yeah. you have a Marilyn who, excuse me, if she doesn't, if she doesn't get eliminated, probably decides to leave because it's not worth it. Maybe. Or maybe Matt gets, gets rid of her, feels bad about it. He realizes, oh, actually Victoria's a toxic one. Yeah. But that's, we're only accounting for three women, so why bring in five? I don't know. It's really my... And, but you know what? Never mind, because one of the women... We're really talking about four women here, because one of the women that comes in is... What's her name? Oh, Heather. 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 She's the fifth who, one. Okay, okay. So it is four plus Who I Heather. get the sense is only there for like the one night. Yeah, probably. I think, I think Matt says, you know, nice to see you, but... Yeah. We're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. And, and good, good for him. Yeah, he, um, well, he, he. I don't know. In the previews, he looks like he's very nice to her. So he probably I, he doesn't like to hurt people's feelings. He, he's he's yeah. He's still grappling with how am I coming off on TV? 
So he's not just that. I think he legitimately doesn't want to hurt these women's feelings. Whereas again, to compare, um, Tasha, she doesn't like to hurt people's feelings either. I mean, no one really does except evil people, but like Victoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's not that Tasha likes to hurt people's feelings, but she was much more okay with just being straight up about something like Ben saying, Oh, can we talk at the end of a group date? And yeah. she's like, Ben, it's the end of the night, you know, like, yeah, you like, messed up, <laughs> you know, and, and there were other instances too, where she kind of just said something like very bluntly and, and mind you, it's and not her delicately, but bluntly, exactly. You know? It's not her trying to be hurtful or disrespectful. No. She's just being firm and, firm. and, 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 and clear about exactly. things. Like exactly. there's, there was no misunderstanding. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And she wasn't being disrespectful. You could be hurt by what she said or the decisions that she made, mm -hmm. but she was not trying to be hurtful right. to you. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do wish um, Matt could be a little more. I, I mean, I get it because no. it's also, it, it comes off differently with men. I think. I think it's just him just being a little overwhelmed by the whole yeah. process. Oh yeah. Because it, it, it was funny to me when he's sitting down with uh, Victoria and you, we just saw him talking to Rachel. We saw, we saw him talk to Abigail. And with them, it's clear that even if, even if he's timid about kissing them, there's still a clear moment when they come in and they yeah. kiss and they're comfortable and they talk. And yeah. he's, there's, they're holding hands. There's mm -hmm. some kind of physical point mm -hmm. of contact. Like there's a clear comfort and interest there mm -hmm. with Victoria, he sits about six feet away on the other side of the couch. And this is a love seat. Social distancing. It's a love seat and it felt like he was sitting six feet away. Yeah. And by the end of it, he just says, oh, uh, sure, want me to walk you up? Yeah, he's like, hey, He wasn't even trying yeah. to kiss this one. He, She's like, let me get a kiss and just close it. And he just says, sure, because poor guy. He, yeah. What, what is he going to do? Turn it, turn her down? Really? No. Uh, justifiably and perfectly fine like he it's a fine decision if he says no because no means no yeah especially on tv <laughs> but because ways. <laughs> yeah and because he's on tv he probably felt compelled to not say no because he mm -hmm. himself is concerned that he might people might misunderstand that yeah and we gotta acknowledge the fact that he's black and and a, a white dude saying no is hilarious. A black man saying no is arrogant. Mm -hmm. Or it might seem like, you know, Trumpy's favorite argument, reverse racism. <sighs> you know, it, it, there's all these implications that come in with him just saying, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Where it's, whereas it's not the same if it was a Colton or if it was a Pete who Mexican or Cuban. Uh, Pete. Pete's half Cuban. Half Cuban. So about 80% white. <laughs> we can agree on that uh so yeah it's just it's 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 a small moment and we can laugh about the cringe of it all but it's kind of important to look at it from his point of view he's yeah. clearly uncomfortable but he's going through with it because he feels like he has a responsibility to put on a, a good show for yeah. the producers and the fans and all the people all the yeah. people of bachelor nation but also due to the fact that he's a, a black dude and in that position, there's not a lot of room to say no. Just ask Obama. <laughs> no one should have to kiss someone they don't want to kiss. Let's just put that out there. Yes, I agree.
Fully agreed. Anyway, just like a Puerto Rican goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> this was a very Puerto Rican wrap up. Yes. We've been wrapping up for 10 minutes. <laughs> At least. At least. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm sure there's plenty that we missed that we forgot to talk about because there was a, a lot, well, but we did yeah. cover a lot. So we, we, we covered the main narratives, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, let us know what you thought. Yes. Please. And, uh, Next week, we will be back again, or soon, really, in a few days at this point. Yeah, wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe. Um, yes, please. That helps. That lets us know that you're enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on social. Uh, my Instagram is at owl underscore la movida, L-A-M-O-V-I-D-A. Sita, what's yours? Um, I, I can't say I post much, but I will post stories when we upload and stuff, but I and I, I may try to post a little more uh in in the coming days and weeks but i am at aixita del toro a-i-x-i-t-a-d-e-l-t-o-r-o nice <laughs> spelling on point uh yeah just just reach out if you're curious about our process about what we think if if anything we didn't cover here but you still want to talk about it just reach out like we're there it's the same on twitter and instagram for me mm-hmm. at owl underscore underscore la movida i think i'm the same on instagram and twitter too probably yeah and if and when we create a separate account for petals and thorns which will will let you know yeah Yeah. it's gonna happen soon but definitely by the next episode because it's uh it's a little awkward like i personally have several other things that i handle i handle a youtube brand i have i handle a different podcast so it's it's you you might follow me and not realize that I'm not, maybe think, oh, he's not talking about the Bachelor stuff. It's yeah. because that's not my full-time attention. Right. Uh, this is my, you know, couple of hours a week of uh, enjoyment that I get out of this show. And yeah, then I move escapism. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our little escapism. Uh, but Aixa might, she, she might help you out if you have any more questions. We'll see. Oh, definitely. If you, if you reach out to me, I will definitely get back to you. All right. Well, this has been episode two of Petals and Thorns. Thank you for listening. Yes. And see you next time. See ya. Bye. Deuces.